Cut. 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 Now, you guys ready to get started? This is the Rich Eisen Show. With the fourth pick, the New York Jets select. I know what the Jets need, and they need Sauce Garden. If you are, in fact, drafted by any team other than the Jets before the Jets choose. With the third pick. Would it be a problem if I came up and made sure the commissioner did not hand you that jersey? That's what you were thinking about doing, huh? The Rich Eisen Show. With guest host, Ryan Lee. Earlier on the show. Minnesota football head coach, P.J. Flat, Pro football Hall of Famer. Kurt Warner, coming up from Pro Football Focus, Trevor Sykema. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Ryan Lee. What up, everybody? Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. Ryan Lee filling in for Rich, who is getting ready to fire up the wall-to-wall coverage for NFL Network in Las Vegas. It kicks off at 8 Eastern time uh, alongside TJ Jefferson, Michael Del Tufo, And Chris Brockman, we're just happy to be here. Just happy to be here. Happy to be Boom anywhere. Town, happy to be nominated. Right. Happy to be anywhere. We are happy to be nominated. That is the truth. That is the truth. You know. That is the truth. I feel a little kinship to that. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, <laughs> our next guest uh, from Pro Football Focus is uh, an impeccable draft analyst. He put together his mock draft. We're going to go through with him. But joining the show now, Mr. Trevor Sikama. Welcome to the show, Trevor. How are we doing? Hey, guys, appreciate you having me on on uh, this Christmas Day morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go. It is. We've been doing our own mock draft here, um, guys, and, and kind of kind of like it would be for teams. If there's a, if there's a surprise pick, you know, uh, our, our, our DJ here, Mike, Mike Del Tufo, has to go, oh, my God, they, they took the guy I wanted to take. What do I do now? And he doesn't have the 15-minute time frame here to get it done. Um, what happens? Let's say I, I, I pulled something out of, out of nowhere. My first pick of the NFL draft was Kayvon Thibodeau for me tonight. What if that happens? How do teams react? What happens when a, when a bombshell move happens and, and they were already thinking they were going to get this one guy and they can't? They have a guy second on the list ready to go and, and it's, it's an easy transition or, or does it take them by surprise sometimes? Yeah, I mean, you know, when you look at a lot of these teams and when you listen to a lot of their pre-draft press conferences, if you take at least some of it at face value because we know they're not going to tell you everything, the part that we think has to be true every single year is that they go through multiple scenarios. And, you know, Jerry Jones was talking about this yesterday in his pre-draft press conference. Like, they go through everything. And he says there's nothing wrong with thinking about the craziness that might happen. You are not doing yourself a disservice taking even, even things that you wouldn't think would be a reality off the board. You want to run through it because, as everybody knows, with each pick in the NFL draft, the multiplier only increases with how crazy it could be. Now, the last couple of drafts, we've got such great reporters across the country who do such a great job covering their individual teams, a lot of those beat reporters in those markets. We have a pretty good idea. But this year it does. It feels a little bit unknown. It feels like some craziness could happen in a multitude of different ways. So, look, if Kayvon Thibodeau were to go number one overall, I think it would still be Aiden Hutchinson who goes to the Detroit Lions. I think that's a prospect that they absolutely love and kind of that can't-miss hometown hero, if you will. And then the legendary John McClain, who covered the Houston Texans for so long, actually tweeted a couple of days ago, hey, if one of Trayvon Walker or Aiden Hutchinson makes the three, you better believe that they're going to be the pick at number three. So I think that in a short-term answer, it would probably go a little bit like that. But, you know, then we're opening up the field to so much other stuff for players that would have been interested in Thibodeau who now have to use contingency plans. So that's what makes it a lot of fun. Is there uh, something you've heard 
or have been batted about a little bit, you know, the little the rumor mill that's going on, has there been something you have heard that may be a shocker, let's say in the top 10 picks that you've heard about? Well, I think, you know, the big report that was kind of swirling around yesterday is a different look at the top three that there's some projections out there that say Trayvon Walker's going number one, but then it's Kayvon Thibodeau that's going number two with Aiden Hutchinson on the board and then Derek Stingley going number three. And if that happens, you say to yourself, whoa, 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 hold on. Where's Aiden Hutchinson going? Because at that point for the New York Jets, we know they like Ike Iquanu, but has Aiden Hutchinson changed the formula for them? Do they like Aiden more than they like Ike? Maybe they stick with Ike Iquanu. Maybe they think that he's so high on their board they can't miss on him. Then what do the Giants do? Are they taking Aiden Hutchinson? And so all of a sudden, that <laughs> is one of those things where it really throws a wrench into what could be the trickle-down effect if the draft starts like that. You know, I'm very curious to see what the Seattle Seahawks do at number nine overall. Are they a team that's going to trade up? I don't think they're a team that's going to trade back. They've gotten so much back from the Russell Wilson trade. But how aggressive are they going to be? And we just we don't have a lot of historical answers, guys, because they never pick in the top ten. Ever since they've had Russell Wilson, they've never been a team that has picked this high. So now they've got a quarterback need. They've got a lot of other needs as well. What is Seattle, an unknown team, going to do? And, look, they could move up a couple of spots. Maybe they like Derek Stingley. Maybe they like Kayvon Thibodeau. We've heard some whisperings of that as well. But, guys, I'll tell you, the ultimate wild card I feel in this class is Trevor Penn. Because the offensive tackle from Northern Iowa, I feel as though a lot of teams love him. Right after the Senior Bowl and right after the Combine, we saw a couple of mock drafts with him going into top ten. Number seven overall to the New York Giants, if that's the way they wanted to go. Nine to the Seahawks, eight to the Atlanta Falcons, right? And so I've seen his name all over the place. The range for that prospect is very vast, and he plays a premium position at offensive tackle that will obviously have a trickle down depending on how high he goes. So those are a handful of scenarios that I've seen over the last 24, 48 hours that could really shake up the status quo, if you will. All right. Well, uh, speaking of of your mock draft, let's go to that, at least for your top 10 as of right now, because it's going to disappoint our uh, our namesake here at the Rich Eisen Show because of who you have at three and four. So why don't you uh, why don't you let us know what your what your top ten looks like in your final mock draft? All right. So at number one, now this is my best guess. This is, this is me basically pulling all my sources that I possibly can to make a best educated guess of what I think is going to happen here. I got the Jaguars going Trayvon Walker at one, Hutchinson. I got going two to the Lions, Sauce Garner. I got at three uh, to the Houston Texans, Jets at four going Icky Aquanu. Uh, New York Giants, I got them going Charles Cross at, at five. Carolina Panthers, no quarterback. I got them going Evan Neal at number six. Giants, seven, Derek Stingley. Uh, Falcons, eight, Drake London, who I've been told that they love. I really have been. Seattle Seahawks, I got them sticking at nine, taking Kayvon Thibodeau. And then the Jets, I got them routing out with Jermaine Johnson at 10. So, what, you guys got issue with the three and the four? Is that what I'm hearing there? with the? Uh, well, the well, I, Rich wow, Rich would be incredibly disappointed because he's been all about the sauce. Just all about the sauce at the four spot. And so, it would it would disappoint him, I, I, I would I would believe. But I, I understand it. I mean, he's in, he's could be a generational player. Six foot, 390 pounds with the reach at a cornerback position. I, I, me as a quarterback, whenever I saw somebody looking like that, you know, you, you, you steered away from from that aspect of things, so I, I fully under, I get I get where you're coming from on that end of things. It's just 
uh, it would it, it's going to upset Rich. That's the that's the whole point. <laughs> so look, I I obviously I'm pretty big on Sauce because I've got him off the board uh, before number four overall, and it makes sense why the Jets will be interested. But I'm not going to lie, guys, I haven't heard a ton of buzz or logic for Sauce even going number four overall. Not because they wouldn't need him. Certainly, they need to upgrade their quarterback their cornerback position, but. Joe Douglas is a guy who likes to build through the trenches. And if they believe that they have a trench need or a player that they just straight up really love in the trenches, that's going to be alluring for them. And I think it's going to take precedent in a top five pick. Robert Sala loves to build through the front. He loves to build through the front seven. And if they believe they need to get better at pass rush, then I think that would even take precedent at number four overall. So really, yes, they need a corner. But there's also a decent chance that the Jets could get a pretty dang good corner at the top of the second round. I think they realize that as well. And I just, from, from going throughout the whole process, the people that I've talked to who are very in the know with the Jets, it doesn't seem like Sauce would be ahead of guys like Iggy Aquanu, uh, like Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, like Jermaine Johnson, those players that they would have in the trenches that they might covet at those premium picks that they have in the top ten. So Sauce, great player. He'd be a great New York Jet. I just don't know how high he is on the board compared to those trench guys. Yeah, that's a good point. I, and then if that were the case, and I was trying to console Rich Eisen, I would tell him that there's going to be a great corner out of Washington that may be able to, uh, you might be able to pick up named Kyler Gordon uh, at the top of the second round that, that could fit your fit your needs there and get the two things you need at, at, at four and ten. So we'll see how it plays out. All right, um, you know, some of the conversation for me, especially from the Pac-12 conference, has been, Devin Lloyd. And it almost feels like the New England Patriots pick where you have them uh, at 21 seems like the perfect fit. But he, he's a player that I saw wreck shop and was once considered maybe a top 10 pick. What has what has affected that? And if you are anybody else in the NFL and you have seen all the mocks and you see that this is a perfect fit for for the likes of Bill Belichick, why wouldn't you interrupt that and try to get in front of that and steal a guy that that, you know, is going to be pretty impactful at the NFL level? Yeah, the, the talk about Devin Lloyd has been uh, I don't want to say strange. It's just kind of been all over the place because it seems like people really like him. Right. But I don't know how many teams love him. And the way that I've looked at off-ball linebacker, which, let's face it, guys, is not picked as a premium position normally, is that unless you are an uber athlete, uh, you know, if you test like a Devin White or a Devin Bush or like last year we saw with Jamin Davis, unless you are this crazy athlete, we just don't see that position be used with a lot of premium picks. And so I do think that kind of maybe the middle, maybe the early 20s area of the first round is a good spot for Devin Lloyd. But I think whoever's getting him is getting a really good football player. Now, the Patriots, I struggled a little bit with this because I would love a linebacker selection for them. But Devin Lloyd definitely isn't their type that they have drafted in the past. Normally they go with more heavier set inside linebackers that can really attack the line of scrimmage, whether it's blitzes or off the edge. Now, Devin Lloyd gives you a lot of skill as an edge rusher off the edge and as a blitzer, but he's not heavier. You know, you look at what Dunta Hightower has been as an anchor in the middle of that defense for so long. Devin Lloyd doesn't bring that kind of power to the position, but he might be that next generation, right? When they, when they drafted Dunta Hightower, football was at a different stage. Now we're getting spread out more. You're playing more nickel than you are base. You've got two linebackers on the field, not three. You're not as heavy in your personnel on defense because you're trying to counter the speed of offenses. Devin Lloyd gives you that great feel and coverage. He gives you that agility. He gives you that speed. 
and maybe he's a guy that they would pick as that next chapter, if you will, as a guy to be the centerpiece of that defense. And so beyond the Patriots, I think that there's a couple of different teams that would certainly love him in the first round, but his range definitely feels like it's mid-first round to late first round, but I still think he should be a first-round prospect, no question. All right, you may have answered this already a little bit with the Trevor Penning uh, conversation, but is there a guy that most people have in their mock drafts or analysts think that from 15 to 30 that that may or 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 or, or on the back end of the first round could go much higher uh, than what's expected. Is there a surprise player that could surprise us and go higher than than those that expected? Yeah, a couple of them come to mind. I think that Trevor Panning is one of them. His range seems to be all over the place, but even like sneaky into the top ten. But it feels like he's probably going to go somewhere in the middle of the first round. The two Penn State players that a lot of people view as fringe first-round prospects, edge rusher Arnold Ebikade and then wide receiver Jahan Dotson. I think both of those players – Ebikati because of how explosive he is, how great of a speed rusher, how effective he was, 18 tackles for loss this past season. Him, I think anytime you've got that athleticism as an edge rusher, teams are going to cover you. And I think that he could go even into the late teens. We might see something like that tonight or early 20s. That's a little bit higher than most are projecting. And same with Jahan Dotson. If a team really needs a wide receiver, I think that that's kind of the same ceiling of range he could go middle of the first round into the 20s as well so those are a handful of players I think Logan Hall too the defensive lineman from Houston look I've seen him plenty of places the Buccaneers at number 27 the Cincinnati Bengals at number 31 I've even seen him as high as number 22 to the Green Bay Packers and this is a player who's not even in everybody's first round mocks but I think that when you look at the combination of how versatile he is with the length, the body frame, the power he has in his lower body, the speed that he can bring in as a pass rusher, and yet how stout and long he can be as a run defender. Whether you're playing an even front or an odd front, I think he's casting a very wide net of all of the teams that he could potentially go for. And that kind of versatility, some teams really, really covet. So I think those are a handful of names that come to the top of my head when I think of, okay, could go a little bit earlier than what we're seeing right now. All righty, Trevor Sikama, everybody, from Pro Football Focus, filling us in on everything uh, with tonight's NFL draft. Um, I'll get you out of here with this question. First quarterback off the board, and where does he go? Oh, man. This, you, left the, you left the best one for last, didn't you? Yeah. This is the one that everybody wants to know the answer to. I'm still going to say Malik Willis. I'm still going to say Malik Willis, and I think that it's going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers some way, somehow. I don't think it'll be at 20. I think they're going to have to trade up a little bit for him. I don't think they're going to get super desperate trading all the way up into the top 10. But I think that somewhere in the teens, middle of the first round, Steelers are going to pop up and go get him because the only th- the only spot that I really think could go ahead of Malik Willis is if Kenny Pickett goes to the Carolina Panthers at number six, and I just don't think that's going to happen. It's on the table, but I wouldn't be betting for it. So instead, I would still bet Malik Willis, QB1 off the board to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, just for everybody's information, because you saw his mock come up here on the on the television screen as well, you have Atlanta jumping back into the first round to get that quarterback in Kenny Pickett. I do. Yeah, I think that somebody is going to jump up into the back end of the first round. It's too prime, right? The uh, Kansas City Chiefs have two picks at 29 and 30. You figure they're probably going to move on from one of those if they get a really great deal that gets them some draft capital next year. Cincinnati Bengals at 31. I know they don't trade too much, but they might get a trade offer they can't refuse there to move back a little bit with the team jumping up. And then Detroit Lions, I think, have their phones on as well. So I think we're getting a quarterback 
somewhere within those last five picks of the first round, whether it's quarterback two or quarterback three. I think we're getting a quarterback right there. Awesome, man. You're locked in. Uh, appreciate you jumping on and, and filling us in a little bit, educating us for the big night tonight. Uh, you have a blast. Enjoy your Christmas morning. I appreciate it, guys. You enjoyed it as well. Anytime. All right, Trevor Sycamore, everybody from Pro Football Focus. All right. Now I'm so ready to go. So ready to go. He kind of gave you some insight to, to a possible draft pick here because here we have Chris Brockman and his beloved New England Patriots with the pick is in <sighs> at number 21 no in pressure. the 2022 Rich Eisen mock <laughs> NFL draft. The New England Patriots select. I don't even know what an audio drop is. <laughs> I really wanted Devin Lloyd. I really want But there's somebody, Devin there's Lloyd. a value that, that you can't pass up right now. Hey, don't well, help him out. Don't help the, him and out. And here's the problem I don't know what to do. Don't help him out. I don't know what to do. Here's, here's what I want to. This is, this is a me pick. This That's is what right. I want the team to take. They probably should take an offensive lineman, they probably should take a linebacker. But I'm not doing it. Oh, I'm not doing it. I love it. I'm taking Jahan Dotson. Yeah. Wide receiver, Penn State. Jahan. Jahan. They have not done well with first-round draft picks at the wide receiver position. This You is don't a, have to remind me, Ryan Leaf. This, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Not even in the second round. No, this no, is what, this what you need. It's been terrible. Bill's been awful at wide receiver picks. Yeah. I like, I, you know, I, I, I don't. But I like this kid. We had James Franklin on earlier this week. Talked glowingly about this kid. He is a playmaker. Mac Jones needs playmakers around him. Let's go. <laughs> You're exactly right, though, in that. You are exactly right. You need playmakers to make Mac Jones to continue to get better. Um, um, I, I think Devin Lloyd should go higher than that, so I think you're in a really good spot right there. Jahan Dotson out of Penn State taking we are 21st by the New England Penn Patriots. State. All right, let's jump um, to... Uh, the number 22 pick. Green Bay Packer team owner. Yes. Green Bay Packer Share team owner, owner, Michael Del Tufo. You, you got to make Aaron happy, Mike. In a you know swap, that. Well, I'm going to make him happy. In a swap from Las Vegas. Mike just got off the phone with Aaron Rodgers, by the way. We were talking. <laughs> the 22nd pick in the 2022 NFL draft, the Green Bay Packers select. Georgia linebacker Quay Walker. Nice. Is it? Okay. He needs. Ooh. He doesn't really. What does reach? he need? Ryan saying reach. He doesn't need running back. We mean. I mean, the Packers need a wide receiver, Mike. They need a wide receiver. <laughs> but I was gonna. I mean, I could wait. I got another pick coming up. All right, there we go. That's Quay good. Walker. Yeah. I like him. Linebacker out of Georgia. I do not think if the if Packers fans were allowed to be in here right now, I think they Michael Del Tufo would be booed. booed. Yeah, booed. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much like all the. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right, at number 23, the Arizona Cardinals select Charlie Charles Cross, oh, offensive Ryan. tackle, oh. Mississippi State. Killed me, man. That's well, good value. That's a great value. He's, he's considered maybe a top 10 pick. He fell all the way to 23. That's going to make Kyler Murray a little bit happier, have a guy to protect him, give him more time back there to throw the football around. Uh, Charles Cross out of Mississippi State taken at number 23. Oh, the pick is in already. How is that possible if you were going to take Charles Cross? So here I, I, we go. I didn't, that's the thing. I need my 15 minutes. <laughs> well, you got five seconds. Here Uh-oh. we go. Um, at number 24, the Dallas Cowboys. Get your damn act together. Right. <laughs> Select. Who, who made this pick, TJ Jefferson or Jerry? 
I don't have the patience to jack. It was a collective or Steven. A- agreement. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Steven took taco. Cowboys Nation. Stand up. Oh, gosh. <laughs> for your five-time, 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 five-time Super Bowl champions. Oh, After a sorry season. <laughs> With the number 24 pick in the 2022 National Football League draft, my Dallas Cowboys select Tyler Linderbaum, Ooh. offensive lineman out of Iowa. I fell asleep you reading that name. That's all right. That we, hey, we, we our line, you got to build that line up, man. Wrong. And that's where we make our money in Dallas. And uh, let's get that line back Dallas up to where it was. At the end of the season you know what? Year. It's it's not. It's not. And it never is sexy picks. Not sexy. It, you know it wasn't sexy to Ryan when we picked Tyron Smith and when we picked no, Zach Martin. I, I, I'm totally you know I mean? agreement with you. Yeah. I totally agreement with you. Not sexy, but. People are not going to, you know, I, you know, I picked Devontae Wyatt, a defensive tackle for Georgia for the Chargers. I know they want a, a wide receiver or maybe a, a flashy corner. Sometimes it's it's substance, right? It's not it's not flavor. And this is what Dallas needs at this moment. They need to build that offensive line, and they can do it right in the middle to protect Dak Prescott in that running game. All right, yeah, he's a big mean guy, man. I when we it. come back, we'll do our next four draft picks. Are we? Oh, sorry. When we when we come back, we're going to do our next four draft picks. Buffalo, I will take Tennessee to TJ, Tampa Mike. to Mike, and Green Bay to Chris Brockman. Let's go. But unless the shareholder wants all oh, the Packer over there, no, I'm, no, Mike, you screwed up the first Packer pick. I'm going to fix it. You're going to fix it for him. <laughs> Ryan Liv Jackman is all I know. <laughs> nothing against, nothing against, nothing against Quay Walker. Nothing need, against I him. Mean, of course not. This is all about you, Del Tufo, and and how disappointing we are. Disappointed we are in, okay. in you right now. Okay, but you know what's not disappointing? The new Rogue Irons nope. from Callaway. Callaway didn't just create their longest irons ever with the new Rogue ST. They made their longest irons ever perform at the highest level for every player. Okay, Rogue ST irons come in four different offerings, each model using artificial intelligence. That scares me a little bit, but I mean, it's probably meaningful. It's science. On high-strength 450 steel, the only irons ever to do so. Their most popular iron of the bunch is Rogue ST Max. It's designed for the wildest range Sorry, the widest range of players because of its refined game improvement, shaping an incredible combination of speed, forgiveness, and all-around performance. But for you low- to mid-single-digit handicappers, (coughs) Rogue (laughs) ST Pro will give you that hollow-body construction in a sleek, compact player shape. Callaway's best game improvement model is the Max OS, which gives mid- to high handicappers total forgiveness with high launch, wide soles, and enhanced offset. There's also the Max OS Lite, their most forgiving high-launch iron. comes with wider soles and increased lofts in a lightweight package for players with slower swing speeds. No other irons perform like the new Rogue ST irons. Find your Rogue ST irons at CallawayGolf.com slash GoRogue. We'll be right back with the mock. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were 
guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Rich Eisen Show. I knew I loved Paul Rudd, and that just reinforced it. I did not know he was a Steelers fan. And that, what you just did with him, Chris Brockman, on the TV, uh, if you're watching on the TV version of this, so Pickcock, I, I could have done the same thing. All those numbers you read off, I knew, those, I knew those players. That's right in my wheelhouse right there, the late 70s. Jack Ham, Jack Lambert, Mike Webster, Lynn Swan, 82 John Stallworth, 32 Franco Harris. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that was right in my wheelhouse for sure. All right. Speaking of Peacock, Peacock is the exclusive streaming home of Yellowstone. Yellowstone's filmed in Montana, guys. I don't know if yeah. you know that. Yeah, We're almost done season two. Are you? Great show. It's a great show. Uh, gratuitous violence coming. Pretty oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Head to the ranch and stream all four seasons of the record-breaking hit series. Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up now. Love Yellowstone. Kevin Costner. Little known fact. Great show, fun. My my uh, um, my partner Anna used to work for Kevin Costner, like an oh. executive assistant, worked for his management company, and so he she knew him really well. It kind of helped pick a lot of his projects back in the day. So nice. That's yeah, fun. really great guy. I've been told. You know, love all the movies. They're probably best 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 sports movies ever made. Best sports movies, and then his like transition kind of to westerns, like Yellowstone's. Great, great show. Well, I mean, you go back to Dances with Wolves, written one of the yeah, originals. I mean. Yeah, yeah. One, two Oscars for that, Mike. Tin Cup. Yes. I say is it is it is near the top? Field of Dreams. Yeah. Uh, for love of the game. Yep. Bull Durham. Um, but Tin Cup's my favorite. I just you know, I think that's hilarious. I think it's a great, great, great film. Um, Pick them and you will win. <laughs> uh, build it. And they no, will come. I'm just doing. All right. Draft. Back to the NFL draft. The pick is in oh, for the Buffalo in. Bills Woof. at number 25. In the 2022 Rich Eisen mock NFL draft, the Buffalo Bills select Brees Hall, running back, oh. Iowa State. A running back in the first round? I'm not a fan. But when your team is so darn good, then your spots. Pick your spots then. And that addition to go with um, Zach Moss as well as Singletary. Singletary still there or did he move on? 
That's what I thought. You have those three, Dawson Knox, the wide receiver, Josh Allen. This is where I say, like, I didn't like what Pittsburgh did a year ago because guess what? Right. They need more help at, at, than running back last year. Well, they needed offensive line help. They last needed year. offensive line help, right? That's not the case in Buffalo. This could be a contributing factor of them getting over the top of, let's say, the Kansas City Chiefs and getting to the Super Bowl this year. So, Brees Hall at 25 out of Iowa State. We move on to the 26th pick in this year's NFL draft. The pick is in for the Tennessee Titans. TJ Jefferson, who do they select? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of stuck here. You know what, though? I'm going to shake up the world. Shake up the world. I'm going to shake up the world. And by the way, if you're not down with American Flyers, Kevin Costner, then, I mean, what are you, what are you doing <laughs> really right now? All right. With the pick, I had it and I lost it. I'm going to go with Malik Willis, quarterback. Whoa. To the Titans? There's good talk about them and whether, you know, with what Ryan Tannehill did uh, and costing his team that game against this. I mean, he played as good as he could all year long uh, when they didn't have Derrick Henry. But in that game, those three costly turnovers cost them a chance to host the AFC Championship game. Really did. And there's been conversation during the offseason. Clearly, TJ Jefferson has been listening. Malik Willis. It pays attention. Ear to the grindstone. Yep. Malik Willis. Wow. Quarterback, Liberty, Liberty, Liberty to the Tennessee Liberty, Titans. Liberty. Hey, I have sources too, guys, okay? I know. I know you do. I mean, <laughs> questionable. Especially sources that love the American Flyer, Phil. Take your heart right? and, and buckle up. <laughs> Coach Rabel. All right. Thanks, at 27, Rabel. Michael Del Tufo steps back into uh, the spotlight. Shout out Del And he Tufo. has the Tom Brady-led Tampa Bay Buccaneers picking at number 27. Who do Please, they select? No one got him. Uh, Houston defensive tackle Logan Hall. Where's Logan Hall out of? Houston. Houston, Houston right? Yeah. yeah. Logan Hall, defensive tackle. I mean, he's Brady's got everybody almost. So I mean, he's poised to like. Do you do, make you, a run. do you feel that Nadama Kinsu is just he's got too old? Nadama Kinsu is out, Mike. Huh? Well, he's out. He's and, not. Te- he's not technically Dita signed, Dita right? He's out too. Yeah, Sue's not technically signed. Yeah. So they, you know, it's okay. always good to have a couple. You want to be coming? You put Hall there with Vita Via yeah. and, and, and Sue, like. Get after the quarterback. All right. Tom All right. Brady. Tom Brady uh, They're pretty good on offense. I Tom Brady think. just yeah, texted they, yeah. or Tom Brady just tweeted and said, uh, GD, Mike. Looking for that Miami <laughs> trade after that pick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm using somebody's mock draft that's like very, very, know, hey. a couple guys that they're, you know, I'm going off them. Good for you. Are you the one? Are <laughs> you the one you. that sits at the at the crafts table or the blackjack table, looking at the book and like going, "Okay, stand, no, I don't need the hit, book. Stand hit. Card. They give you that little card. Yeah, I'm not like the people that Brockham was talking about. Basic strategy stand, card. Are you, the, are you the guy? Are you the guy on the sideline holding the the algorithm for the two point conversions, or just you know? <laughs> I have a gigantic book with me when I'm coaching. <laughs> All right, moving on to okay. pick number twenty eight. I'm All excited right. about this pick. The Green Bay Packers. With their second pick in the last um, 10. It's going to be a wide receiver, I bet. Select. Ryan, what is this draft draft really deep and talented in? What position? The wide receiver position. What does Green Bay really need to select right here? A wide receiver. With the 28th pick, the Green Bay Packers select wide receiver Western Michigan, Sky Moore. Wow. 
This is an interesting one. His name hasn't been really brought up too much in the first round. I thought you might have gone Christian Watson there, but instead they go Sky Moore, wide receiver, Western Michigan. Last Western Michigan wide receiver that came out, you guys recall? I don't recall. First round draft pick and now with the Jets. He was Elijah, with, he Elijah was with Tennessee as he was drafted. Now, oh, was, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I'm blanking on it at the moment. Help me out here, TJ. I'm blanking on the name too. <laughs> I thought, he's with the Jets now. Yeah, he was he was a uh, top draft pick for the Tennessee Titans. It was with AJ Brown, a big physical wide receiver. Got what was a free agent? Yeah, Corey, Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Yeah. Yep. 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 And. Uh, and uh, that's the last Western Michigan. Uh, I like good player Corey Davis. Good player Sky Moore. Going to break tackles. Going to break tackles. Going to break receiver. tackles. All right. We are down to our final four picks for this year's NFL draft. My question is to you guys. Uh, do we wait to the final segment or do we, do we finish it now and then, and then in the final segment then talk about, reveal the whole thing and kind of talk about what – what hits, what misses, things like that. I like that aspect of yeah, things. Yeah, that works. For you me. want to, Okay, I would say we could take a break now and have a nice long final segment and make our picks and then review and do it all at once. I like that. I like that. You're a producer. You do things much better than, than I do. Let's go to break now. All right. When we come back, <laughs> you'll get great. your this final so four fun. picks of the mock NFL draft here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm Ryan Lee filling in for Rich. Get ready for the big night. Woo. We'll be right back. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome back, everybody, to the Rich Eisen Show. I'm Ryan Lee, filling in for Rich, who's in Las Vegas, about to kick off the wall-to-wall coverage of tonight's first round uh, on NFL Network. Kickoff is at 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. With me, as always, TJ Jefferson. What up? Knocking it out of the park today. Thank you. Who, me in particular? Or yeah. Just, oh. Yeah, Mike Del Tufo. Uh, he's just being nice. He's being pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, Chris Brockman, as usual, uh, yeah, I, yeah, on the I, hot I, corner. Just, what up, what up, what up? just, just. Just snagging everything left and right. Uh, before we get into these uh, these final four picks of the NFL Rich Eisen mock draft, uh, a little news, a little kind of little breaking news. Like 
and quarterbacks are big news in the NFL, right? Two quarterbacks with fifth-year option influence. Uh, Kyler Murray, uh, is his fifth-year option is picked up by the Arizona Cardinals. Yep. You said $30 million? Well, we'll, we'll that will be in the year five? $30 million in his fifth year, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's very, very nice. Very nice. That's nice for Kyle Murray. Nice for Kyle Murray. That will maybe give him a little, you know, now he's got to he's got to prove it, right? He's going he's going to make 30. It's I got picked they, up. Uh, I think they this is year 4 for him. They got to win a playoff game this year. I think yep. it's pretty plain and simple. They made it last year and got embarrassed uh, at SoFi and uh, that's not enough. They got to win they got to win playoff games. Especially a team that started was the last undefeated team in the league, right? Yeah, which was a big surprise to everyone. Yep. You know, he was an early MVP candidate and then he got banged up again, just like he had the previous years. And then, like I said, got blown out by the eventual champ. So it's uh, put up or shut up time for Arizona. Speaking of put up or shut up, right? New York Giants today announced they will not be picking up the fifth-year option for Daniel Jones. It's not a. This is not huge news, right? I, this is a... I think that was kind of expected. Yeah, I think it was kind yeah. of expected. But, so, you know, people may have felt a little differently with Mara coming out and speaking so highly of him how right. they haven't done enough for him maybe right. this would be an investment in him saying hey we're going to do more for you we're going to invest in you for two more years but no this is essentially a prove it year for daniel jones and i i think he would agree right if he goes out in brian dable's offense executes and this giants team improves greatly especially at the quarterback position i wouldn't be surprised if he were to get that that extension we'll see it is a definite prove it year but most likely Mitchell Trubisky style, you know, the fifth-year option isn't picked up. Uh, you're most likely a, a bit of a lame duck in that season. We'll see how it, yep. how, how it goes. Uh, does that throw into the mix with the Giants? Uh, if they become quarterback envious, maybe early in the second round? Oh, baby. Who knows? We'll see how that goes. Or at number five, let's just go. Let's blow up this whole draft blow up tonight. The whole draft? Let's blow up the whole draft, take Kenny Pickett at five, and let's dance. TJ will me 20 bucks. That'll be awesome. <laughs> Let's go. Yep. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm in. Pick is in. Oh, yeah. Pick is in. All right, we got four left. Four left. We have Kansas City strong. with the next Finish two picks. Strong, yeah. The Cincinnati Bengals at 31 and the Detroit Lions with the trade for Matthew Stafford at 32 for their second pick of the first round. All right. At 29. On the trade with San Francisco to Miami to ultimately Kansas City for the Tyrone Hill, or Tyreek Hill trade, the Kansas City Chiefs in the 2022 NFL Draft select Christian Watson, wide receiver, North Dakota State. Dynamic wide receiver. My only worry is he's played in a dome. Uh, you just assume having played at North Dakota State, the guy is going to be good in cold weather games. He's a big physical wide receiver, fast. Uh, exactly what... Uh, Kansas City needs to come in, maybe change a little bit in what they do offensively, right? The more of a bigger possession type of receiving team. Maybe Josh Gordon even gets a little bit of a better look this year. Christian Watson, Travis Kelsey, we'll see, uh, uh, along with uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. So that's what I have at 29. At 30, the Kansas City Chiefs once again get another pick. All right, TJ. They select at number 20, or they select at number 30, T.J. Jefferson. Let's see here. Gonna... They don't select T.J. Jefferson. T.J. Jefferson is no, going to select for them. Yes. I mean, that would be great. It Congratulations be great. Yeah. if you get picked. That would okay, be unbelievable. All right, with the number 30 pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select out of Penn State, Arnold Ebicady. Oh, was that, was that a little bit of help from our friend Trevor Sikama a little bit earlier? 
Or did you did you, did you feel strong about this? Well, no, I, I, I like the Penn State guy. I wanted to get him, in there, get him in there. And you selected a wide receiver. So I just figured, you know, they have Scant, Van, Vontez Scantling. They have Juju. I figured wide receiver would be okay with your pick. Now let's move on to the, the defensive side and uh, pick up Arnold at the edge. I like a defensive end, Penn State. Um, I, I, I would have looked maybe safety there, maybe Daxton Hill, just because... Um, Tyrone Matthews not going to be there, um, and he was such a difference maker. That back end really True. got gutted against Buffalo. True, you know, and so. Um, but anytime you can get pressure on the quarterback, I'm never going to fault you for that. Hey, Ryan, you know what they say, right? Pressure builds diamonds, and it also busts pipes. So I don't know how that that's applicable pipe. here, but well, I think you know it. It it builds. So to your point, it it builds championship rings, diamonds. Yeah. And it busts pipes. It breaks quarterbacks' legs. Right. <laughs> so I get it. I don't want the legs broken. Oh, no, but I mean, you know, mindset. The, maybe the spirit mindset. broken a little bit. Break their spirit. I like that. That's even better. All right. Pick is in at number 31. I had two choices here. Oh. Well, you only could pick gone one. Two ways. Okay. So we and all I, know everybody in the entire world, in the entire world, Mike Del Tufo, know what position's being picked here. Who are you selecting? Do, do the right thing. The whole world doesn't know. Yes, they do. <laughs> Mike, do the right thing. He yes, w- they do. He do won't. it. Do they it. didn't re-sign their tight end yet, okay. so they could use a tight end. But I'm picking David Ajabo, linebacker, oh, from God. Michigan. Okay. okay. And you guys, not, I know you not, might be like... He's man. hurt. First of all, yeah, but he—he's—I read that he's got a great upside. But guess what? Is Cincinnati is Cincinnati winning the Super Bowl last year? If they had the position, you should have drafted. You don't know. I mean, I do. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure. By the way, I didn't see the final drive when I was at the game. All right, so maybe the line. But hey, man, you're you're the GM. Who am I to question? Yeah, exactly. David Ojobu. Ojobu. Who got hurt in his pro day, unfortunately. Yeah, that was terrible, man. Yeah, terrible. He, he, it's he, awful he, he, to see that. He was definitely going to be a first-round pick. Yeah. You think? He was going to be. He was, yeah. He, was. he is yeah, today. Yeah. He was. Yeah. All right, no. you want me to go for my alternate pick? No, no. too late. No. It's over. No. no, too late. You blew it. Oh, you, you know what? You, know, you don't get a second chance. You know chance. why everybody gets a draft grade the day afterwards? I got it. Yeah. Oh. You get it. Bengals. F. Oh. All right. Final draft pick. Is Mr. in for the 2022 Relevant. Rich Eisen mock NFL draft. The Detroit Lions with a tr- with a swap pick from the Los Angeles Rams for Matthew Stafford. Select. I really wanted Malik Willis in this spot at 32. Yep. TJ grabbed him for Tennessee at 26. Still going to take that position. We're going to put Jared Goff on notice. Uh-oh. Cincinnati quarterback Spencer Ritter. Ooh. Desmond. Desmond, sorry. Why do I keep calling him Spencer? Rattler. Desmond Ritter. I think it's Spencer Rattler. Spencer ah. Yeah, that's what it was. Rattler Ritter, you're right. Yep. Sorry, I'll start over. Wait a minute. Do we are we do we allow that though? Because he, he turned in the wrong right. name. 30, yeah. 30, so well, I didn't. I didn't officially name? write anything down. The pick is the pick. I, mean, I, I am the commissioner, and I will allow well, it. Okay. All right. Desmond Ritter, quarterback, Cincinnati. This is huge because once you're able to do this you get a guy for a very low number the last pick of the in terms of pay because the salary cap is set 
but you also get the the five years. This year. This is the Lamar Jackson move that Baltimore made. Yeah, this, this is the this is a hot uh, hot draft. This draft is position. this is the yeah, Teddy Bridgewater yeah. move that the Minnesota Vikings made back in the day. So I think all of these slots 30, 31, 32, those are going to be prime trade up spots. They for are guys especially with Kansas City with two right exactly, there back to back. Exactly. And what we, do they and want we know, to do? And we know uh, Cincinnati's not taking a quarterback, so it's a prime spot for these teams to move up. Okay, so um, just just you know just abstract uh, from an abstract view of this, I, w- I would say that that uh, um, my picks uh, got an A. Um, <laughs> um, TJ Jefferson, uh, I'm giving you a B plus. What? Yeah, I do not li- I do not like the Malik Willis pick to Tennessee, oh, and I don't think a lot of people else would like that one audacity. either. Not that I don't think he's a great player. Well, that's what it sounds like. I think it's a bad spot. <laughs> bad spot, saying, right? Yeah. Now you're putting Ryan Tannehill in a difficult position. You're about coming off a, a number Go one overall seed. Derrick Henry's back. I think you're just throwing dynamite into you uh, putting me in a bad, difficult boom. position by giving me a B plus, yes. man. Uh, Michael Del Tufo. Oh. Uh, I have, oh, oh. Also, you made a mistake. Um, and that that that's a big part of this, right? Well, that oh. was, actually, what it was is I had my well, pick well, was written happened, down, and I just was, you know you guys rushed me, and I, well, what yeah, so that I was, was supposed uh, to be a Hall of Famer, yeah. and then I wasn't. I just, <laughs> you know, I didn't. I get put, where you're coming from. I didn't put Del Tufo and fully say the wrong name. I just, just started the name. Chunk out okay. the All right, Michael Del Tufo. Um, not as bad as I at. at, at at first, that I would have thought I, you you come in at a C. C. Yeah, you come in at a C. <laughs> Can you dig it? <laughs> no, I can't. And uh, um, I, I'm gonna go uh, over <laughs> to Chris Brockman, who I believe ultimately let his fan bias come into play by taking a wide receiver when I do think they needed Devin Lloyd, who slips out of the first round now uh, in the mock draft. I give you a a, a B plus. Well, Devin, B Lo- plus. Devin Lloyd got taken, which is why I didn't take him. Where? Devin Lloyd went 18 to Philadelphia. Oh, Philly. Never yeah. mind. Never mind. I get, I now, I get your I am now, I'm now being dropped to a, an A minus <laughs> because of that need? as a host. Because they need an offensive lineman. They so you, I thought you guys were busting my chop. Oh, I see. They need an offensive lineman. Terrible. The Bengals need linemen. All right. That's so true. even though B plus is whack, I'm still the highest out of us. I right? am, and I'm still, I'm still riding this, this uh, um, soapbox that Panay Sewell should have been the draft pick to Cincinnati last year. If he was. They win that. Game. I think they win the Super Bowl. Wow! Yeah, but they don't make it. I still think they do. And even though you're no, right, they, Jamar Chase is they, they don't make it. I don't know. They don't make it. I'm sorry, Doctor Leaf. They don't make it. Come on, I don't know. Man. Come on, I don't know. Doc. Did you watch Jamar Chase last year? I did. That's why I'm really <laughs> hesitant to do it. But I still yeah. think that that are you offensive hesitant? lineman over wide receivers. How hesitant are you to move my B plus up to an A? <laughs> or you can just move mine down to an F yeah. because uh, I, mean, look, I the, was wrong. I was reality, wrong with that one. Jamar Chase ended up yeah. being the right pick. You. Though you did need somebody to double team Aaron Donald in that final play. True. I should have taken Charles Cross at 21, but it's right. I want passing to wide receiver. Um, you couldn't. No. Yeah, he, yeah, he went 23. Yeah. Oh, I went 23. Okay, yeah. never mind. All right. Even though most have this has been 10. fun. This was great. This, this was has fun. been really this fun. Was really I got to be honest. See. I didn't think this was going to be no, good. I, didn't <laughs> really fun. I thought I would mess up. I more was than a little nervous. Yeah, this was really fun. I was a little nervous about having to do it, like you know. But you know, I, I've become a professional host. Apparently, I stuck you the do, landing bro. on my first pick name. That's all that matters. This is what I do. I was told right. by somebody on Twitter <laughs> yesterday I was not destined to play quarterback in the NFL. I was destined to host my own three-hour talk show. So, you know, who knows. Who knows? Hey, and guess what? He got to, different. 
Guess what, Ryan? You got to do both. Little known fact. Yeah. Little known fact. I would take some of my fellow prisoners while I was in prison, and we just go out to the mess hall, mm-hmm. and I would host a show in front of them. This is how I. This is how this I practice. For real? It. No, I'm just messing. Oh. With <laughs> <laughs> you would. I you would have rolled with it. You could All right, and, and George is in line getting his three pancakes. <laughs> George, I see you're gonna have. Uh, you're gonna trade your pancakes this week. Uh, this this morning for for the hard boiled eggs. Ooh, I don't know about. I don't that know one. if I would do that. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't show up for many breakfasts, but when they were pancakes or French toast mornings, I would get up at six to go get those Brad breakfasts. Brad has three cigarettes, and he's trading those for a roll of toilet oh, paper. Oh, God, I wish cigarettes were allowed in there. I would have traded the hell out of that. You know what was a huge commodity? Was... Uh, coffee. You could get two bags a week, and I would sell that thing for. Because yeah. I don't drink coffee. Wow. Yeah. Looks like Arnold's about to get his commissary took. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, enjoy the draft, everyone. That's not funny. Yeah. I'm sorry. Everybody yeah. enjoy, enjoy the, the draft. draft. This is this is a uh, this is a gratitude a gratitude send off to enjoy the draft because of the things we just talked about. What we got to do today as forty five and older men on this show tj you're younger of course <laughs> too much fun too much fun we're old children getting to talk football all right everybody have a wonderful night enjoy the draft listen to rich and kurt and everybody at nfl network we'll see you tomorrow